Okay, post show, pre show. One last time. We're going to get it this time. <laughs> this time. Because, Jamie, today we're talking about Gaggle. We are. Which, what they do is student safety. Very important. And, gosh, we truly believe in that. After listening to Gretchen, I firmly believe it. Because they have your back and the student's back. Like, you just had my back. When I didn't set the timer on the cookies in the oven. <laughs> and cookies, yes, very important around here. It takes to, a village around, and yes, it, takes, it does. A, takes a village to watch out for what your kiddos are doing and, online, too. Yeah, and I have kids in school, and yeah, I'd like to be able to keep an eye on them 24-7. But with some like Gaggle, God, would be awesome to know that somebody actually has their back watching them 24-7. You really have to listen to some of the personal stories that they share about... Ways they have literally saved students' lives. At one point during the podcast, Jamie and I are speechless. One story, Gretchen Thompson, who was our guest uh, from Gaggle, told us. We just couldn't believe it. It was amazing. And their algorithm picked up on this from uh, Google Drive. A student was using a Google Doc, documenting, I won't ruin the story, but doing documentation. Tried to hide it in a certain way, and yet their algorithm picked up on it. Just wait and hear it. You just won't believe it. Yeah. But you'll be glad because I saved a student. Yes. And after all, a student's life. I mean, is, what's it worth? Yeah. And I think the saddest thing she told us was that usually they're in a district because a district had, ever, had just lost a life, just lost a student. Somehow we need to start. Yeah. Somehow we need to start the conversation of being more proactive instead of reactive. Because not only, I know we focused a lot on the suicide side of it. They do a lot of cyberbullying. Uh, it was off mic. She told us the story of the kid who was going to be in a fight. And he was smart enough to put a calendar invite <laughs> on his calendar. And their algorithm picked up on it. That was awesome. That's just one of the many ways that Gaggle can be of service to help your kids, to help your grandkids, to help any student, any adult rather, in the district. Yes, because James Moffat told us an unfortunate story of, I think, I don't think he told it. He, I think I recorded him in one of his, he was speaking of a teacher who he couldn't believe. Superintendent called him up one time and said, mm, you know, I got something to tell you. And he said he had to go tell his staff and all the students that this teacher had took his life even. So, yeah, it's an amazing thing. I think, um, you know, maybe someone who hasn't been touched by it. I know I have. I had a friend in school who took his own life. Wrote letters to teachers and various people. And nowadays that would have been on computer. Yes. Algorithm probably would have picked that up. We're going to get out of your way. And let's get to this conversation with Gretchen Thompson and Gaggle. Okay, so welcome to episode 24 of AdventureCast here. I am at Obi-Wan Glenobi there on Twitter. And as always with me. Uh, Calamity Jamie H. And today during our SIPS meeting, we had some people in from Gaggle. And they are a, well, I'll just let them enter. 
say what they sure. are. We're here with Gretchen. So I'm Gretchen Thompson. I'm the regional vice president of Gaggle. And Amy Anderson was also with us today. She has stepped out, but she is our regional sales specialist. And we asked you in because um, you do something very important. I know it breaks our heart every time Jody comes in. She's headed out uh-huh. to crisis. Um, talk a little bit about child safety, student safety. Sure, absolutely. So Gaggle um, basically is a service that is going to review and analyze situations where students are in a state of crisis or imminent threat. So unlike a filter where you're able to identify what kids are researching, looking up, um, you know, for example, you know, looking at how to build a bomb, as bad as that might sound, or, you know, how to cut myself, as bad as that might sound. What we're doing is we're actually in that situation where we're looking at it in real time, where those kids are actually journaling, or they're sending an email out to a friend, or they're sharing images and um, documents and attachments and video that would indicate that they're in a state of crisis. So it's basically the calm before the storm or a child in an imminent threat situation where we would need to contact the administration immediately to best help them. Right. Now you mentioned in the meeting, you're not just a filter, but when you pick this up, you don't just like send an email or something. No, absolutely not. So it depends on the situation. There are three different tiers that we look at. One is a violation, which could be swear words, um, cartoon pornography, maybe a child in a bathing suit that's inappropriate for school. In that situation, um, we would be able to send a note out to the student directly and say, hey, please refrain from the inappropriate language. Um, That's one level. Another level is uh, questionable content. And that questionable content is when we see, like I said, the calm before the storm, where we see a child journaling. Um, It could be the starting of bullying. It could be inappropriate images. It could be harassment. Um, You know, the talk of a fight happening after school. Those are the situations that we're going to email an administrator or your safety team immediately to allow them to be able to pull the child aside, talk to them, do that intervention. And then there's a possible student situation, which is that is where there's a time frame attached to it. So that is possible threat to a student. Uh, They are in danger. That could be a time frame where there's a specific suicide attempt. It could be a situation where a wellness check is required for family situations, that kind of thing. Now, you gave numbers, which I thought were staggering. And you said they keep going up. How, how many students? So last say? year um, with Gaggle alone, and we're in about 1,400 school districts, and we work with about 3.8 million children across the country. Um, obviously, you guys know our population. That's, that's a small piece of the entire country for education. Um, and in that last year alone, we saved uh, 542 kids. Uh, from suicide. And that's not just like, hey, we caught something where we thought they might be contemplating suicide. We're talking about a situation where they are in a live crisis situation where a child has taken a bottle of pills or a child has a rifle under their bed and is planning to kill themselves and have journaled about that, where a child is actually hanging from a closet where we've been able to cut them down and save their life. That's what we're talking about. So, you know, those are staggering numbers. This year alone, we have been able to save 204 children in just the 10 weeks we're school starting. So it's not a situation where um, it's decreasing. These kids are really in crisis um, and it's it's heart-wrenching, you know? And so, you know, I'm a warrior every day because I get to come to work as well as the team that we have. We have an incredible safety team um, that look out for these kids' best interests and, and we're very happy that we're able to help them. Is this something, because this is a, a school purchased um, gaggle list. Can parents also, is there a, 
a tier that parents can purchase for their own filtering system. It's not a filtering system. So no. So based on um, the district's, you know, sign off policy to protect students' digital tools, we work with the district specifically so that the district can best do intervention with their digital tools alone. So anything where they're using technology, email, drive, Mm -hmm. um, whether it's Microsoft or Google, we're there in real time to be able to help them um, from a liability standpoint and best protect their children's safety. You know, something that was staggering to me listening to you talk was you don't just do middle school and high school. Right. You're doing younger kids. Yeah, it's it's amazing to us. Um, 8% of what we found um, last year was in elementary school. And people are always surprised by that because they think these kids, when they're journaling and they're in a state of crisis, um, that's mostly, you know, high school and some middle school. Um, you know, but I always say the minute you give children the capability of being able to communicate and technology is such a big thing for them, that's when they're going to journal. That's when they're going to communicate to each other. That's their, that's their safe place. So essentially it's their digital playground, just like you'd have a playground where they would go outside and you'd have it fenced to protect them from anyone coming in. What we're basically doing is protecting them from their digital playground, which happens 24, seven, 365 days a year. So it's outside of the classroom, you know, and these kids, you know, we had a situation with a second grader um, a couple of weeks ago where we were able to uh, flag the word B-U-T-T in our machine learning algorithm and our anti-pornography scanner. And she was simply just communicating with other girls her own age and found out that she was being abused at home. And we were able to intervene with that and protect her from having to go in and visit with that parent that was abusing her. So for that, you know, those are the things that we do and we see every day that we don't expect to see, but we do. What about situations? I mean, because that that's catching something that they're spelling correctly, because if you put in B-U-T, I mean, if they're spelling it incorrectly, it's not necessarily going to pick up. So that's incredible that you can fine tune all of those words. That's and and it's awesome that you say that, because that's the one thing that we get asked a lot is, okay, well, what are you going to miss? You know, or what if there are words that maybe the police department um, knows about that could be slang, right? Could be gang related. Um, you know, we have so many people we work with ICAC, we work with Nick Mick, and there are so many people that actually give us information and additional word searches that we can look at. But this is a company that's been in business protecting children for 20 years. So our advanced technology with this is just, it's incredible. So what, what drives you in your job? Um, uh, without, I mean, without question, you know, my background is in education. My background is working with children. I am a, uh, a warrior for kids. Um, so curriculum instruction, um, theater education, English, really kind of my jam. I've worked in the, you know, girls in STEM, language arts, reading literacy, um, and safety and security. So for me, just knowing that I get to come to work every day to help save kids lives and teach others what they don't know, you know, that's, what's incredible too, is that I get to go outside of the classroom now and work with other administrators and share with them, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And it's not anyone's fault. It's because these kids are so smart and they're so creative in what they do, and they so desperately want to be heard. And that's the thing that that is incredible to me is when we really touch on that, and those people start to connect the dots and say, wow, we did not know. And this is how we're going to actually be proactive versus reactive with these kids. Yeah. I mean, so my thought you thought was really interesting that I wouldn't even thought of. You said dis- some school districts, you know, disabled Hangouts, but then they just open a Google Doc and use that as a chat room. Correct. Yeah. So we we actually um, will monitor uh, Yammer and Hangouts. And it's interesting because I always say, you know, if you're not going to actually monitor Hangouts, turn it off because that's like that's their digital playground. That's where they're going to chat with each other and what have you. Interestingly enough, 
we find that they do open a Google Doc and they create a chat room from it, you know? And one situation that we had a couple weeks ago too was, you know, a child was in a state of crisis, uh, was suicidal and actually journaled it in all white font. And our team found it oh my based gosh. on, yeah, it was journaled wow. in all white font. And our team found it based on highlighting it and seeing that that child was in crisis. And the algorithm, the flag on it was life. And so we caught it in the subject line of life. And because we caught that, our team immediately was like, why is this a blank doc? Opened it up, highlighted it, and saw that that child was journaling that, that he was going to kill himself. That just makes I'm a little speechless, hurt. I think. <laughs> so I guess, yes. that, I guess that answers your question. Why do I go wow. to work every day? What makes me passionate? Those looking at your face right now, that's what makes me go to work every day. I think that was the first time Jamie and I were kind of like, oh my God. Speechless there. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'm very proud of our team. I mean, we have, like I say, we have warriors for these kids. I mean, these people come to work every day. Imagine looking through this, you know, imagine looking through that many items. So how do you prepare your staff to deal with what they see? And they do? go through intricate training twice a year. Most of the people that we have working for us have backgrounds in sociology, psychology, criminal justice, suicide prevention, et cetera, nonprofit work. Um, so, you know, they, they sign up for this, right? If there's a position open, they know um, what they're going to be saying and what they're going to be looking at. And, you know, I think I think it's more for all of us. It's hard. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, it's hard. There are days that I go home and I'm like, dang, you know, but at the same point in time, it's also super incredible when you actually save that one kid and you know that you've done your job and we celebrate that. I mean, we celebrate that as a win. So I know you're on a limited time here. <laughs> Is there any one last thing you'd like to share? Just, you know, this? the only thing yeah. I, I really stress when I'm out talking with different administrators and districts is please, I urge you to be proactive. Um, we've all seen that little face. We've all asked that kid as an administrator, right? So just think about what you can do now to talk with your cabinet about being proactive in safety and security, and not just considering the locks on the doors, just, just considering the bulletproof windows. We know that there's concern there, but we can at Gaggle see things before it's going to happen. We know in advance that a child is in crisis. And so if we can actually bring that to your attention, be proactive with it, then it's not going to be a situation where you're reactive after the fact where you call us and say, hey, we want to actually work with Gaggle now. Because most of the time I know if I've been working with you that it's because we've lost a kid and and none of us want that. Right. So if anybody has any questions or just wants to get in contact with you, how can they do that? Oh, absolutely. They can just email me at Gretchen at gaggle.net. So it's G-R-E-T-C-H-E-N at G-A-G-G-L-E.net. Okay. Well, Gretchen, I, I just heard you guys talking and I know student safety, like I said earlier, it always crushes us when Jody comes in and she's headed out for a crisis. I thought we just got to talk to her real quick. So, no, and I appreciate you guys taking the time. I really do. All right. Well, as usual, you can find us here at esdac.org forward slash your stories on iTunes or on Jamie's favorite. iHeartRadio. Until next time.